Welcome to Disney Geek IO, episode 3, recorded June 2nd, 2013. I'm your host, CJ Boat. Joining me in to help me help you through your journey through the House of Mouse is Rachel Boat. Hello. And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Hey there, hi there, hello there. How is everybody this evening? So far, so good. Great. Turn that background music sound down. <laughs> Sorry, I've been in a Star Wars mood lately, so I just uh, rewatched the hyperspace hoopla that we were at last weekend, uh, and uh, I've just been in such a big Star Wars kick lately, and yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, that's what we've been. That's what we've been doing over pretty much the only time that we've been to Disney in the last month was to uh, go to Star Wars weekends, and. Those who are watching cool. the YouTube screen seeing one of the four unique gift cards for this year's Star Wars weekends. Mine's du- Duck Mall, because I'm a big fan of Duck Mall. <laughs> yeah, and if we had gone this weekend, we could have gotten mine, which is the Stichiota, but we didn't make it there, unfortunately. Yeah, it was it was a busy, it was busy weekend, so we couldn't actually make it out there. <laughs> Um, for and, and normally I don't do this on the shows, but for those who are wanting to watch a full video of the Hyperspace Hoopla, you can go over to www.nt.com. That's actually the one that we were at. So, friends over there, are you awesome. providing a link? Yes, yes, I can do that. Hyper, see, this is how this is how it works. Kirby reminds me to do my job, and I do my job. <laughs> Well, I went to see it. <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing! It's so good this year. Um, I've seen I've pretty much seen all of the videos of them, but this is the first time we've been able to go live. And like all the people that have been there every year, says it's the best one that they have ever seen. So I'm definitely glad we got to see it. It's it's hilarious. It's good music, except for uh, they did the dubstep. Ain't nobody got time for that thing. Which <laughs> yeah. actually, that was kind of common. Kind of made me wanted to walk out. <laughs> oh, you're so full of soup. Seriously, no. I'm okay with Gungam style and all that, but they, like they did that crap, and I'm like, all right, time to leave. <laughs> so, did, Kirby, have you been watching anything? Did you finally ever get around to watching Iron Man? No, <laughs> can't find Iron Man one. So. Uh, uh, it's on Netflix if you have Netflix. Streaming? Yeah. Oh, I didn't check there. Yeah, uh, Iron Man yeah, 1 uh, and 2, I'm like 95% excellent. sure of, or there. Excellent. Then I will watch them in the next week. <laughs> you had the chance to watch anything, Disney? Disney? <laughs> uh, I watched the something we're going to be talking about a little bit later. I watched... Uh, a video of Mickey and the Magical Map and loved it. Yeah, I've, I've, I enjoy it. Really cool stuff they've done there with some technology. Yeah, it, it. Um, see, people are mad when things come out at the different parks. Like, there's this big uproar at the uh, for the world fans want mainly Cars Land to come out, and I'm like, you know. If you want Cars Land to come out to Disney World, it's pretty much gutting the main thing that people are going out to Disneyland for right now. 
and that's not exactly yeah. fair. <laughs> you know, you've got to give them something. We've got four different parks on this coast, so yeah, they've got Disneyland and DCA. Yeah, thank you. But I mean, we've got Disney World which is comprised of Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. We have some of the best rides in each of those parks. And if you think about it, we actually have quite a few mirror image rides that were from Disneyland originally. So, we have Cars Land. We're going to have Avatar Land in a couple of years. Avatar Land. <laughs> I, I haven't even seen the movie. I'm interested. I'm intrigued how they're going to pull it off, but apprehensive at the same time to see if they can pull it off the way that you anticipate it to be. Which Disney, considering they've got the funding to do mm. pretty amazing things and the technology and the people hired that are able to do such amazing things. So it, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know... I just checked Netflix. Uh, Iron Man is is only uh, discs. It's not when streaming. Wouldn't they change that? Stupid Netflix. Quit changing things. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought, I thought it was still up there. So I'm checking the library. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the big thing that I that I'm comparing with is like, all right, if we want Cars Land, which is I, I'm, I'm checking the checking the library because <laughs> one of these days Kirby will watch a six year old Disney movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, what else have I been? I've I've been watching too much Doctor Who lately. <laughs> It's very easy to. Um, and plus, plus last last weekend my uh, middle daughter graduated from high school, and it was kind of busy. Nice, congrats. So that's uh, a that's a big thing. I can't remember what we watched over over that weekend. Whatever she wanted to. <laughs> um. Yeah, and that, that's 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 big. You should take her oh, yeah. to uh, you should take her to Disney World for a graduation present. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Roxy. <laughs> hey, no, no judging. I I I, I actually made a uh, I finally made a like one of those um what's the what's the word I'm looking for uh, epiphany moments the other day and I'm like you know. The fact that we have Disney World like 90 minutes away from us is really something major, and I should not ever judge somebody for not being able to go. <laughs> <laughs> so while I while I pick it uh, while I pick at you, you know, trying to get you down here, it's you know it's definitely a you know it's it's definitely not an easy thing, especially with something we're going to talk about later in the show. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. we, we joke because I, I've, I'm from New York, CJ's from Ohio and Indiana and that area. I've got a girlfriend who brought herself, her husband, her son, and her down from New York. $1,300 in just round-trip airfare. 
they they planned for almost two years to come down, and you know we we used to be like we we did three three years in a no three yeah three years in a row where we went for our one big vacation and that was it, and this is the first year that we've done um, our annual pass, so we're there all the time. There's a multitude of reasons behind why we didn't do the annual pass previously, but you know, a lot of us take for granted, I guess, the fact that especially if you live in Florida and it's like right there. Oh, yeah. Whereas it takes a lot of planning, a lot of time if you're traveling with kids. Now, don't get me wrong, we've traveled with kids for two years now. So I can I can completely sympathize with having all the excess baggage that kids bring along. But it, it takes a lot, and it, it's an expenditure. Rachel's popular. Uh, but yeah, what was that noise? <laughs> I think she got an email. Uh, ah. um, but yeah, exactly it. It's just, it's definitely not a, not a easy, you know, let's go pick up and go. Even for somebody in Florida, if you don't, you know, budget, work with it, it's way expensive. And you just it's not something that you can just pick up new unless, like I said, unless it's something that you're really um, set out to be doing. So no judging, just, you know, poking fun because you're on a <laughs> Disney podcast. <laughs> yes. But no, well, I asked you, I, I, here's a little story behind the curtain, the reason why I asked Kirby onto the show is, one, because I re- read his uh, Disney TV um, listings for like a year straight, and I'm like, wow, he's really into this. <laughs> and also, way back in the day, the Geek.io show started off as a show called Tadpole Tech, which is a tech-based show, like very high-level tech-based show. I had asked Rachel onto that show because we were getting way too deep into stuff that was not exciting at all. <laughs> and I wanted somebody who had a different point of view on things to come on and work with us. I kind of wanted... I didn't want this show to be just a Disney World show. And yes, it leans towards a Disney World thing, but I wanted us to be able to take a look at everything Disney and that's primarily the reason why I asked why I asked you as opposed to somebody who you know I go to Disneyland Disney World with you know whenever we go mm-hmm. like I could ask probably I could probably ask my friend Jose to be the permanent host on this but it would be a complete and total Disney World show and I wanted to be I wanted to let our you know Disney geek hang out not just our Disney World geek hang out. <laughs> yes so yeah, that, that's a little bit behind the curtain. Why, you know, some people are like, "Well, isn't it a Disney World show?" I got a, I got a uh, tweeter, I got a tweeter, I got a tweet the other day. You know, I was listening to Disney Geek IO and I like it, but why do you have somebody that's not Disney World on there? Isn't it a Disney World show? And I go, "No, oh, oh, my. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't think that. That's not that's not at all what I wanted this to be." So, you know, no. All right. Well, it. If they're assuming it's a Disney World show, yes, it is heavy Disney World, but that's only because, well, we're kind of biased towards it, and it's, like, right there. She's pointing right towards it, if you can't tell. 
<laughs> so let's go ahead and move into, speaking of Disney World, let's go ahead and head into the Disney World news of the week. I don't have a bumper. I should probably get make a bumper. Yeah. Disney World. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, Rachel's gonna start us off this week. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Uh, 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 uh. There's my strategy. Yeah, I found it. Um. So it's something that we've said we were gonna do, and we we might. We might. Um, there's currently a promotion going on for the Wild Africa Trek over at Disney's Animal Kingdom where you can actually get it $50 off. It's only for the treks at, or sorry, after 11.30 in the morning. So I think it's like the 1145, 1145, 1230, 115, 230, or 315 p.m. And that's now through the end of October. On October 26th, it's done. Obviously, you've got a call to get it, and I think it's normally 100 and and something I want to say. I had it written down, and now I don't have it. If only we had this thing that we actually prepared for. <laughs> hey, you threw this one on me. No, because I know it's. Hold on, I'm verifying. I want to say it's 120 normally, and it was going to be 80 instead. That's that's not bad. That's what, really which... good from from what I've seen of that. Uh, it looks like it would be a really fun thing to do. It is $189, uh, may go up to 249 during peak seasons. Ouch. Ooh. Okay, so, yeah, 120 per person, right? Yeah. Which now, I not... last looked at that when it started, and it included a meal. Does it still? Yep, yes. it does include a meal. Good. It's a three-hour guided tour. Then you're getting up close and personal with the animals. You're in a safari vehicle, rope bridge, and on foot. Uh, giraffes, crocodiles, hippos, and a number of others, and they do feed you. Yeah. Too. So it's not it's not horrible, and considering you're getting right up close and personal with a multitude of animals, that unto itself, I, I would do it with my kids. They're too young right now, in my opinion, but I may go ahead and do it for our ten year anniversary, just because it would give us something else to do other than just, you know run amok in the parks by ourselves because what's a 29 and 30 year old going to do in <laughs> the middle of Disney World for three days go on Splash Mountain a hundred times yeah <laughs> yes we're doing Splash Mountain we're doing Collie River Rapids we're doing um, what's the other one um, I think I'm going to try and talk Rachel into getting onto Everest I can't, I can't do Everest I, <laughs> I cannot do Everest do you I like can't. any coasters? No. I cannot do coasters. I get oh. motion sickness okay. horribly since I had my surgery in November. Yeah, that's another job I like to do just because, you know, it kind of makes her squirm even thinking about it. But, yeah, legitimately, she got motion sickness on Star Tours. So. Oh, yeah. I that, could that get motion sickness on Star Tours, too. So. <laughs> I almost I, I did when I, when, when I rode in the very back once. So. <laughs> and that's no, we were the in first the version. Yeah, we we were in the second row, and there's a point in it where you go straight down, and I was like, mm, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do this again. I got off the, the ride, my girlfriend, who is, was 16 weeks pregnant, I found out that weekend that we saw her there. 
Um, she's actually pregnant with twins. She's like, you guys go and do something together. I'm going to sit down and I'll watch the kids because both of mine were asleep at the time. And we went on the ride and yeah, I walked off and she goes, oh, you're a little green. I'm like, mm-hmm, not doing it again. I can say I wrote it. I did it. I'm good, but I will probably never do it again. So, yeah. No, no more Star Tours for me. Although I will admit to wanting to do a specific ride at a competitor park here <laughs> in Florida, and uh, yes. I'm seriously considering it. It's only got one upside down loop, so I might. You never know. It, it's Manta. It's Manta at SeaWorld. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. That, that, that's one no. coaster I don't like. No. <laughs> for those for those who don't know what that is. It's kind of hard to sh- explain, but those who are watching the video, it's you, you, it's one of the nice dangling coasters, so your feet are dangling, which is fine. That's all right. I can deal with that, the elevated floor thing. But what it does is it you lurch forward about five inches, about well, about a foot, and then you instantly get snapped, so you're facing the ground. And yeah, it's it's it, you know new. Yeah, and it that, that yeah that almost got me sick. Um, oh, uh, Thor is Thor and Captain America are streaming, Kirby. So you can watch those. Oh, okay. It's not Iron Man, but I still. have. <laughs> I've got Thor. I own Thor. Haven't seen it yet, <laughs> and I, w- I want to see Captain America. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do that one. There you go. There's a couple since Iron Man is being weird. Uh, thank you, John Slater, for uh, pointing that out to me. Um. He's such a good doobie. He is. So, yeah, for $129 instead of $189, and it's only from the 11:45 on. Um, it's pretty the hot awesome. Part of the day. Well, well yeah. We might we might do that. We'll let you know if we end. Although up doing honestly, that. with enough sunscreen and enough water, I'd be fine. <laughs> and they actually do. Um, it is a gourmet kind of setup. Uh, the sample menu that the websites give, if you're on the morning trek, uh, there's air-dried beef from prosciutto, smoked salmon roland with dill, fig cake with borson cheese, brie cheese and apricots, berries, yogurt, dried cranberries, fresh fruit, mint, marinated in mint and ginger. So mm. it, it, it sounds kind of yummy. And I mean, even the afternoon wow. one, uh, the afternoon one has an example of chicken curry salad, sun-dried tomato hummus and mini pitas, marinated t- Tandoori shrimp, which sounds wonderful. Uh, smoked salmon rolled with dill, air-dried beef and prosciutto, and the fruit marinated in mint and ginger, which that we've actually had before, the fruit marinated with the mint and ginger, and it's amazing! I don't remember it. <laughs> we actually, see today, when we did the Easter brunch. Right, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> they had it at the Easter brunch buffet that we did at Captain's Grill at the Yacht Club. Yes, we had breakfast. We had Easter brunch at the Yacht Club. No, Ooh. it really wasn't that expensive. So <laughs> that, that's kind of what I talked about last time uh, when talking about non-advertised um, events. You know, Captain's Grill also did a Mother's Day brunch for it was like it, mothers were I think twelve dollars, and the rest of the rest everybody else was like the normal like twenty something dollars. But it's a mm-hmm. massive buffet, 
and yeah, it's it's good stuff, and it's definitely like not, me saying that makes me sound like the most pretentious person in the entire world, but no, it's not actually not that not that much. <laughs> um, just a side note, uh, in regard to the age thing, participants must be eight years of age or older, and at least forty-eight inches tall. So, damn yeah. man, I'm out. <laughs> Do they still have the part of that tour? Uh, where they hang you over the edge of one of the um, one of the exhibits. Like, no, but I'm, I want to do that. No, CJ. Actually, I think they still do because there is a note on here. Participants must be between forty-five and three hundred pounds with the harness gear on. All so right, I'm assuming that yeah, they that, do that, have that. That's that's a thing where I forget which. Uh, Habitat it is, but they you put a harness on and they tie a uh, cable to your back and you can lean over a wall and look straight down. Wow. Okay. Maybe uh, for our that means I could actually do it. Yay! Maybe for our eleven year anniversary. <laughs> and see, see, I know my Disney World. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So yeah, there's, there's a bunch of limitations to doing it, but yeah, it's a good no. stuff. No. Maybe for maybe next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so moving on. Um, Disney World has <laughs> been. <laughs> <laughs> Disney World has had since I think December last year. They announced the new My Disney Experience um, site and what all is it going to encompass, and it wraps itself into this giant thing called My Magic Plus. Now, during that, when they announced that, they announced the RFID scanners, which now the, uh, I don't have my annual pass here, but all of the passes as of right now should be RFID, meaning you don't need to swipe it through, and, you know, sometimes it won't read, and if it gets wet, it fails. None of that will happen anymore. It's just going up to it, you know, waving your card in front of the happy golden Mickey ball until it goes green. You put your finger on there, it goes green, you walk through. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more easy and a lot more user-friendly once uh, once people get used to it. They also announced, at the time, something called Magic Bands, which was, they just said it was going to be RFID on your wrist. They didn't give any ideas what was going on. And over the past you know, eight months or so, they have been rolling out very slowly more information in this. The Magic Band will count as your... Ticket. It will count as your room key if you stay at a hotel. It will just. It will have your charge information if you want it to. If you want it to, it will have your personal information onto it. So, like you walk by a very one of the worst kept rumors in history, the giant RFID Mickey that should be at Disney at Magic Kingdom. It will, you know, hello CJ Boat. Welcome. This is, you know, if I'm having to have been there a hundred times, congratulations, you've been here a hundred times. Or, hey, it's your birthday. A super my pal Mickey. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they have this kind of they have this te- kind of technology all over the place in Japan, which is awesome. But they finally, uh, Tom Skaggs, Staggs, <laughs> sorry, Tom Staggs, who is the Disney Park and Resorts um, chairman. So chairman, sorry, chairman, <laughs> got up on stage at D11, which is their technology conference, and gave a 
ton of more information kind of, kind of fleshed out you know the the Mickey thing the um what all it's going to encompass, what information you can choose to give it. You can choose to give it as much or as little information as you want, depending on how personalized you want your you want your experience to be, how closely it's going to be tied to your fingerprints and biometrics, and also like what. And it also brought out that you you can buy it if you choose to. Right now, it's at an optional thing. And it should be rolling out in the next couple of months. So, the big rumor is that it is going to be starting up with Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Okay. That is going... They're going to hardline that ticket into the Magic Bands and make it work with that. That's the rumor. Don't, you know, don't quote me on that, but that's that's the rumor that's floating around the interwebs right now. And it was it, it was very it's very enlightening. Uh I got all the info uh, you can watch the entire video over www.magic.com. There's going to be a link in the show notes. And Tom Staggs is actually a pretty good speaker, so it's not like it, it's not like listening and I love him. But it's not like listening to uh, Steve Wozniak do a huge speech. <laughs> Short speeches of the Woz is great, but when he got up into the keynote one year, I almost, you know, my eyes started bleeding. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very interesting how deep they're having this entire thing go and how much they're actually investing into it. They can, It's going to have, you know, you can pre-program meals into it. Not just reservations, hmm. meaning you go into you go into be our guest. You swipe your you swipe your magic band, and 15 minutes later, the meal that you already ordered will be at your table. You don't cool. need to go to a waiter. You don't need to get anything. There, cool. There's also going to be a new FastPass Plus feature, which is basically FastPass is handled online. For those who don't know what a fast pass is, it's a free service offered at all the Disney parks where you you put your park ticket into a machine and it pops out a ticket saying come back between this time and this time. You have an hour window. And at that point you can uh, skip a lot of the line. There's a very short fast pass line usually waiting about 5-10 minutes. As opposed to the Upwards to 180 minutes, say, for... I saw a Toy Story Mania the other day. Or however long uh, Indiana Jones Adventure was when it first opened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I believe it was something like six hours. Y- yeah, or... Uh, but that was, pre, that was, that was pre-Fast Pass. Well, um, was no. it the River City... Ra- uh, no, um, Radiator Springs Racers was five hours... Oh, for yeah. an entire two weeks when it first came out. And, uh, and Not DCA. worth it. <laughs> and then they said, oh, yeah, we forgot to activate the Fast Pass for this. <laughs> <laughs> so not worth it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't care how much I want to ride a ride. I'm not waiting five hours for it. <laughs> I'm sure as heck not going to be waiting five hours for it with my kids. Yeah, exactly. I I I have an issue where I don't like waiting in lines at all. Um, I just recently discovered last time we were at Animal Kingdom the single rider line 
for uh, Everest, which I rode three times in a row, and I was in and out each time in five minutes flat. Yeah, single rider line, I love it. Uh, except <laughs> it's nice to ride with the rest of your party, but it, well, in my, my last case, my last visit was to to a Disney park was as a single rider. So yeah, th- th- that's my point. I like uh, Test Track and Mission Space and Everest all have single rider lines. I'm sure tons of other ones do, but those are the ones I actually know of. And like it was really the, nice to use on Soren. Oh, that that actually doesn't have one in. I don't think it has one in. Uh, hmm. In Disney World, we have not been over to Soren only because there's always such a wait time, and so with the kids, it's almost impossible. Um, we will get back to you after August with that one because we're going with just me and CJ for our 10 year anniversary. And yeah, if we have to both ride, walk into the single line, I will walk into the single line and be like, Yeah, I don't know him, he can go by himself, that's fine. Well, you don't have to... Well, that's the thing with the single rider line. You can be in there with a party. You're just not going to ride with your party. You, I mean, yeah. there, I mean there's like there's times that I've seen ten people walk into there, you know, it, but it's, you know, single rider, single rider, single rider, single rider. You're never riding with your party. But you can go in there with a group. You don't have to, you know, I don't know this person. It's just a matter of how much do you want to sit next to them while you're going backwards on Expedition Everest. <laughs> I'd still rather say I don't know you. We're going to... Um, probably the show after we do our uh, big anniversary trip is probably going to be one of the few times that we're probably going to do a massive Disney World-only kind of thing and do a big top ten list and everything like that. So just a heads up, that's going to be coming. Because now this sounds like a, at one time I can't. This is I'm looking at some old posts uh, on Disboards that uh, even though there is no single rider line in Florida for Soren, they will call for single riders by yes. just going up the line. Yeah, that that's uh, all. That's also done at the uh, Tower of Terror. Like if you're riding mm-hmm. it alone and you happen to, you know, they happen to say, you know, there's a group of seven people, but there's only room for six. You know, they'll call for, you know. Hey, you know, or you know, if there, like, yeah, if there's like one ride available, then you know, who's the next person in line with a single rider, and then you go up there and you do that. But that's that. Yeah, that's of, how I got on it so quickly last time. <laughs> and yeah, and there's things out there. Then a lot of this stuff is free. Like you people, we actually did the uh, child swap thing for um, Tower of Terror, and. And that that's something that they charge for other places, but that's completely free at Disney World. If you do go, and for those who are going to be going to any of the Disney parks, you know, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo, or Shanghai when it opens, just do a little bit of research at the things that you can get for free. And there's a lot of stuff, actually, that you wouldn't think is free that is completely, you know, completely and totally gratis. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Magic Band, there's going to be, back on topic, <laughs> there's going to be a little bit more of an opportunity to, you know, program in, you know, I am, here's the rides that I only ride a single rider, and maybe it'll be an opportunity to be able to skip a line a little bit further. So, on that note, um, I don't know what note that is, but on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a... <laughs> quick break and on the other side of the 
break, we are going to be doing some Disney news, including some not-so-good news. So, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. This is Disney Geek I.O. Stay tuned. This is Jared A. Pretending to be Jared B. And look, it's no surprise that around here at Geek I.O., we love Squarespace, and I don't want to give you a sales pitch, but here's the sales pitch. Look, Squarespace has like these amazing tools, and you can do anything. I mean, you don't have to have any programming, web programming experience whatsoever. I mean, it has these amazing tools that makes it so easy. I mean, a lobotomized monkey could make a website with Squarespace. It is that easy. There's scientific proof I'm pretty sure you can find online proving this. I mean, they have these great packages, like 8 bucks a month for your basic thing, or the most popular option, Unlimited. I mean, who wouldn't want Unlimited, right? And it's only 16 bucks a month. 16 bucks. And then if you have a, a business and you want a business plan, guess what? They have a business plan. Holy crap, Squarespace is so awesome. And if you know you do have web experience and you want to do your own code and stuff, get this. You can. JavaScript, CSS, HTML, it's all right there. So go check out Squarespace. Use our code that I can't remember right now, and it'll be awesome. Squarespace. Check out Today Musical Theater with your host, Dale Campbell, a podcast that highlights the events that happened in the musical theater industry, found here at Geek.io at geek-io.com, where we put geek in and geek out. And welcome back. Uh, yes, check out all of the shows over at geek-io.com. Got, what, ten shows now? It's really awesome. Some big things coming up here soon. Um, some great, awesome things that you should really, really need to check out and like and stuff. So, the uh, some Disneyland news. <laughs> so yes, I'm not just a Disney World lover. You know, I, lo- I love all things that are great at Disney. There's actually a new show opening up at Disneyland called Mickey and the Magical Map. Kirby, you said you had watched this, watched a video of it? Yes. And it is really, really cool. It uses uh, a three-tiered stage, uh, lots of dancers and singers, and computer animation on a, on a a um, in the background, and Mickey um, disappears into the screen and uh, interacts with it. They're using entirely the new characters that have the uh, mo- their mouths all move now nice. to go along with their speaking uh, and it, it really works well and some nice songs a uh, whole bunch of energetic dancers <laughs> nice. uh, just go out go out uh, there's lots of videos on YouTube um, there's actually a I'm gonna sh- throw another one back to um, friends over at WWNT, they have an entire video up, and a link of that will be in the show notes, as well as a link to the official to the official um, site. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, I've not, I have heard good things about it. Um, I've also heard a couple, you know, negative things about it, but more, it's mostly been good. And, you know, it, it's, an, it's another thing 
that, like we were saying, it's something unique to Disneyland, which arguably has been getting the shaft in the last five or so years. What with New Fantasyland and Epcot expansions and everything like that. You know, they got, you know, they got Cars Land, which was a big thing, but before that, they were, it was, I think when DCA was announced in, what was it, 2001, I'm wanting to say, it was just a, oh, yay, Disneyland's finally getting a second park. <laughs> which is regrettable. Um, you know, each park definitely has something unique to show for itself, if nothing else, you know, go just to check out the, you know, the unique castles and, you know, the differences so in... It's itsy bitsy castle! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the pictures for uh, Shanghai's oh, yeah. castle? Oh, my yeah. goodness. I so want to go to Disney Shanghai when it opens up. I would, too. I, I'm, like, there, there are two parks that I really, really, really want to go to outside of World is um, Tokyo and Shanghai. Yeah, my uh, middle daughter uh, was born somewhere in the Shanghai area, so when they open that up, maybe we'll do a heritage tour and make a trip to Disney as well. <laughs> totally, just for you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, why are we going to Disney again? Because I want to. <laughs> But yeah, and it just and this and you know, there's tons of unique things there. That one's especially unique. I think I doubt yes. they're going to recycle much of anything else. Like the castle is completely different. Um, just everything is, you know, new and shiny there, and I like how that's going. So from new and shiny to new and more expensive. yes, Rachel, help us out. She's muted. Hold on. Maybe. It's new and more expensive. I was losing my headset. Be nice to me. Um, as of today, well, sorry, yesterday, June 1st, Disney announces price increases. Womp womp. Look at him with the soundboard. Soundboardness. Love it. <laughs> uh, effective today, announced yesterday. Effective June 2nd, 2013. We'll do Disneyland first. Disneyland is going up to $92, which isn't horrible. Not great. Not horrible. Yeah, expensive. That is for an adult one-day ticket. <coughs> Magic Kingdom for Disney World side. Magic Kingdom! And you have to specify that you're going to the Magic Kingdom is $95 plus tax. Mm. While a one-day ticket to any of the other three Florida parks, including Epcot, uh, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom, is only $90. So you get a $5 extra fee to go play at the most magical Magic Kingdom. Isn't that the first time they pay uh, difference in the park yes. admissions in any park since... DCA opened, and Disneyland yep. and D DCA had different prices for a while. Yep. Um, and then there all was four world parks have always been the same price. So. Yeah. 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 And then there was a hundred and thirty dollar increase in the Premier Passport. Now the Premier Passport is valid for all Florida 
and California parks. It was $849. It was bumped up to $979. I, I want to point. Can I want to point out something really quick in that? It is currently cheaper to pay for an annual pass for Florida and California. Yep, it's cheaper to buy them separately. You do not get the 10% used to be 20% discount at them, but it is currently cheaper to buy them separately. So that that is the not so happy news, but it was kind of expected. I know that they had a price increase. Was it not last year, but the year before, right? No, it was last year. Last year they increased uh, the the. It went from eighty-five to eighty-nine dollars. Yeah, it went it went up in, it went up that little bit, and also parking increased from uh, eleven dollars to fifteen dollars last year. Yes, there have been no announcements to increase the uh, parking increase. But with all of the things coming, I seriously doubt that it's far off. Which makes me sad. And I mean, I get it. I mean, this is I mean, this is something typical. Most places, you know, go up in price every year. It's not, especially for amusement parks. It's definitely not uncommon to have that happen. And you know, Disney, while they are in a prime state right now, they're spending a lot of money. You know they they spent they you know bought Marvel they bought Lucas they you know there's a couple of things that they're rumoring to purchase here soon and you know they're I mean they're spending a lot of money they're making a ton of money but you know it's kind of it's kind of just an op- opportunity to make a little bit more money and I really can't fault them at, uh, for it as much as I don't want to pay extra next year when I buy the annual pass and it's also a lot harder to convince somebody to come here when it's almost a hundred bucks just to get into Magic Kingdom well as far as I'm concerned it's still worth it uh, I've when I've gone to other uh, parks Six Flags parks and stuff the quality of Disney is just so much better and those parks are expensive too. Oh yeah, we uh, well, we have. Oh, sorry, Rachel, go ahead. I was gonna say we we went to another park the other week, and I guess I've been spoiled by the fact that you know Disney's even their um, life-sized puppets like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, and when they're up on stage, their mouths move. We were at the 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 other park this week and the mouth is just wide open and I'm like I, it, that's a little creepy <laughs> like I'm sitting there expecting a mouth to move and there's no movement no, none 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 creepy thing mouth not moving and it's talking to me and also zipper being able to be seen in the back zipper being able to see in the oh back oh god yes uh, and don't get me wrong, we love other parks that we're talking about, but it's it, it's definitely not up to Disney's standards. So yes, it's expensive, but like you said, they they take the time to make things magical for you. Mainly so, you're more willing to pay the $100 to come back to the Magic Kingdom as opposed yeah. to the $80 to go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Eve, you, can, you can get $100 worth of uh, entertainment just going to the Magic Kingdom and not writing anything. Yeah, indefinitely. I mean, you can go in, you know, just walk the entire park in a day, which you can walk the park in a day, 
they call it a two-day park because of the amount of stuff you can do. But you can walk the park and just soak everything in, and that's easily a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Because yeah. especially with New Fantasyland, there's so much to do there, so much yes. to see that it's you, you're completely right. You're so enriched with everything that it's easily worth. If if you have any inkling of desire to go to Disney, or if you have any love of Disney at all, you can just go into the free places in the Magic Kingdom and look around and take in everything and look and realize, okay, I want to spend another $100 so I can go in and actually do, you know, Space Mountain and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, people come to me for uh, Disney trip advice, and I tell them, particularly if they're first-time visitors. Take your time and look around. Take in the details. Because it's all in the details. Oh, yes. Uh, and, you know, people. some people disagree with, you know, trying to find hidden Mickeys on the first, you know, first time there. No. I, I don't, you know, pick it's up a... It's cool, pick cool a, to, to, to look for them, but not for the first time. Well, you know, I say, okay, I say it's cool to look for them, and it's even okay to get a book for them and figure out where they're at, because they get you looking in places that you normally yeah. wouldn't look in. That, you know, normally if you're, you know, not a parent... You can you'll walk right by like Castle Couture. The archways going into New Fantasyland. They have um, sculpted out different animals inside the archways. Like they're all different squirrels with all different facial expressions and different poses and different stances. And we got caught in a rainstorm a couple weeks ago, and I literally looked up and I went. Wait, there's squirrels, and they're all cut into the archway going into New Fantasyland. Oh yeah, and if you like, the Princess Fairy Tale Hall is opening up later this summer, next weekend, I believe, and um, it's like even the outside of it with the dream building stuff behind it, you can look up and see just banners and stuff. And detail the detail and the love that they put into it. It and it's just you know outside of a not even opened attraction. Yeah. So yeah, go, yeah. If you have any love of Disney, don't let the price hike scare you off. If you want any help, okay. Here's something I normally don't do, and because you know people pay for this kind of stuff, if you want a quote-unquote tour and you email the show feedback at geek-io.com use Disney in the subject line if you work out something with us at least I will be willing to walk you around and show you some things at Disney World to at least make it you know especially at the Magic Kingdom to make your hundred bucks worth it so there you go I ask you buy me lunch how about that? <laughs> <laughs> Take me to Casey's with the giant delicious hot dogs. Ah, yes. Yeah, and Dale Campbell just said in the uh, chat, pay attention because you're paying for it. Exactly. You know, you're spending that much money, you know, get your money's worth. And it's easy to do. All right, enough of that. Enough of that, oh, Jess. Oh, I stand corrected. It is. It's still just saying opening 2013. I had heard rumors 
that it was going to be opening in July, but we'll see how that goes. My studio audience. Also, yeah, I was about to say, wait, 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 what is that? Something out of the haunted mansion? <laughs> I must find the WD forty. Yes, yeah, so that's that's the uh, that's the haunted mansion machine in there. That's uh, yes, that's one of our grim grinning ghosts coming through. Grim grinning ghosts coming out to play. That was almost the uh, show music for this week, by the way, because I had it in my head for like three days straight. <laughs> ah, and then yesterday I rewatched the hoopla, and I'm like, all right, Star Wars, it is. All right. Kirby has and now we get to pass the torch to Kirby. Speaking of the Haunted Mansion, uh, there's a really cool uh, blog out there. I mean, everyone knows about uh, DoomBuggies.com for Haunted Mansion stuff. But uh, there, the, there's this one blog called LongForgottenHauntedMansion.blogspot.com, which gets into incredible detail about the most obscure things in the Haunted Mansion. Uh, mostly Disneyland, but uh, really both of them, or all, all of them. I, I'm sure this they talk about the ones overseas as well. Uh, but they just put out a really fascinating article yesterday called Stroll Around the Grounds Until You Feel at Home, Part 1, where they discuss uh, John Hinch, uh, master color person, uh, master everything for Disney, back in the day and uh, his designs for the colors for the uh, Disneyland Haunted Mansion and uh, you look at it and you think oh it's white or is the, it's officially off white but it's more than that and this article gets into detail about more than the usual stuff about like the uh, Shipley Lidecker house where that particular haunted mansion was uh, designed from originally uh, gets into the the colors uh, gets into Halloween colors and how you think of uh, Halloween colors being orange and black but really it's uh, green and purple and there are green and purple uh, highlights in plantings out in front of the haunted mansion probably at, at the uh, Walt Disney World one as well. You'll have to tell me. I, I haven't. There's been... some. It's not nearly as intricate as the pictures that are on here. But uh, they they'll move the plantings around, but still there's always some uh, green and purple someplace. Uh, a lot of the artwork, green and purple. Uh, this this blog talks about the uh, the haunted mansion sign out front. And how it was has enough copper in it that's supposed to weather and turn green, and how they uh, tried to polish it a while back because they didn't like the fact that it turned green, and then later realized it should be green uh, because of the corrosion. And apparently, the Florida one they keep trying to polish it a little bit, so it's kind of gone brown. But th this this blog is fascinating. Last month. They had an article about the traveling, the, the ghost that's the light that travels around the Haunted Mansion, particularly in this case, the, most, the one you can see mostly is the Florida one. If you stand in front at night, you'll see this light, this ghostly light, move through the windows. And it's, that's one of those little details that you 
you might notice, oh, did I see something up there in that window? It's just not really publicized. This is fascinating to to go through. Uh, the Haunted Mansion is my favorite uh, attraction, uh, both parks. So, <laughs> just e- even the movie. No, <laughs> I said attraction. But but you have to if it's your favorite attraction, you have to like the movie, right? Um, no. No. <laughs> no um, honestly, though, there are so many things like I don't think there's any other attraction that I can think of anyway that has so many extra bonuses like hidden things in it than the Haunted Mansion does I can't think of another one that has that many for such a relatively simple attraction yeah you know the like the ballroom scene and like the the heads the headstones you know the the this thing it, there's so much like every time I hear something else about the Haunted Mansion I'm just like Really? How like how do they get all of this into like like I said a relatively simple ride? Have you uh, had a chance to go to uh, California and see the Haunted Mansion Holiday? No, we have not. Oh, though oh, I want to. Great! <laughs> it is so great. I I know they're. I know they're thinking about amping up the uh, Haunted Mansion stuff this year for Not So Scary out here. So we might we'll, we'll be checking. You, that you know, out. one thing I've never understood is they they do Haunted Mansion Holiday on in Tokyo, and that Haunted Mansion is the same as Florida. Yeah. But I don't understand why they don't do it in Florida. I guess they just don't want to ever shut it down. <laughs> I, I think that's three it. weeks that it takes to to transform. I, I think it's that. I think it's that same reason why they don't do like it's a small world holiday. We're there for a while. It's a small world. was just like a holiday for like six months. <laughs> they they did it. They did it a few years back. I think I think in the late nineties they did it, and they eventually just like they left it that way for almost a year because they didn't want to shut it down. Ah, uh, I'm a sucker for small world too. So, uh. yeah, that that's uh, that holds a special place in our hearts. Like oh, I, I have to say I'm glad that they did update the animatro- the uh, puppets that they had in there, because let me tell you those puppets that I remember when I was little when I went were creepy. Oh, and racist, um, definitely racist. But okay, oh, it reminded me something about the uh, Tom Staggs interview that they're doing with it's a small world with the magic bands. If you load it up with, uh, if you load your personal information onto the magic band, you can design your own it's a small world doll. They're going to be replacing the a bunch of the dolls in the goodbye room to have your personalized doll in it. Hmm. So yeah, I, I just that just remind it just reminded me of that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I might have to. Yeah, I might. I might get sucked into that one. Also, if you do do the magic bands, make sure you get them and don't just go to a park and get them because then you get an ugly gray one that somebody else has used. Get your own. You may have to pay more for it, but get your own. Not have to worry about somebody else's wrist sweat because it's Florida. It's hot all the time. He's worried about wrist sweat. Really. Well, it's like wearing somebody else's bowling shoes. You can do it, but make sure you sanitize that crap. <laughs> um, for the record, if it's a good bowling alley, they will sanitize it. I've worked for two. Yeah. 
saying that you may not want to again. <laughs> All right. You're a butt. Hey, Kirby, what's on TV this week? Oh, let me take a look. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Destination America is doing it again with hours and hours and hours of the same old shows, but with e- extra added stuff. I think I talked about that two weeks ago, didn't I? Yeah, we've uh, talked about it every time we've done this show. Uh, but the starting, at, starting at 8 o'clock uh, Eastern tomorrow morning, uh, Walt Disney Resort behind the scenes, Disney Animal Kingdom, Undiscovered Disney Parks, Ultimate Walt Disney World, Disneyland Resort behind the scenes, and Disney Cruise Line. So it's from 8 until 2 in the afternoon. Uh, those are worth it particularly with the new content. Uh, Nothing else really stands out. Uh, Modern Marvel's Walt Disney World is showing again on the History Channel. Uh, An odd listing at one point, because uh, my listing showed it on Tuesday from 6 to 7, which is incorrect because it's a two-hour show. Hmm. Uh, So I don't know what's going on there. I'm actually think I might have to tune in for the one that's on Friday from 6.30 ah. to 7 a.m. on HGTV. Yes, My Yard Goes Disney, a backyard pirate adventure for a Disney-loving family. Have you seen any of those shows? No, I haven't. I didn't oh. know that HG. Well, I know HGTV is doing stuff in conjunction with them because they did the Flower and Garden Festival. Right. I didn't realize that they actually had a series going for it now. Uh, actually, the series is about two years old. Really? Um, hmm. They, that's why you're seeing it at 6.30 in the morning. When it first came out, it was yeah. prime time. Uh, and it's, it's fun. And you, it's, but it's one of those reality shows where you wonder how this family is going to keep up with all this stuff and pay for it all. <laughs> because they, they put some really elaborate things in these people's backyards. Oh, jeez. And uh, when the kids are a little bit bigger, they're not going to be playing with the stuff anymore. I would. <laughs> yeah, really. You give me a Disney pirate thing, and I'm all over that. I, I have to resist the urge every time we go to said other competitor park that the show is not affiliated towards without jumping into the giant bouncy room that they have for kids. So, yeah, forget that. You give me a Disney yeah. playground in the back, that would be played with for until I am, like, 70. <laughs> Yeah, a week from uh, today on the Cooking Channel is uh, Emerald's Florida Big Night Out, where uh, Emerald and Chief Scott Hunnell go to Victorian Alberts. Oh, I want to do that so bad. Not for five hundred bucks, you don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, hey, I I plus, probably plus wouldn't even up. be able to get three courses into it, but I can dream. Yeah, seven courses, three courses out, and they don't let you do, like, the, they don't let you take the, anything to go. So, yeah. Ooh. Now, yeah. you'll notice I also have uh, the next Friday, Friday, June 14th, uh, My Yard Goes Disney. It has another one listed, Princess and Mini Golf Dreams. Yes, I saw that one. Uh, it's on pretty much every Friday morning. Hmm. There's, the I VR. believe... Two two series now. I think there's about 24 episodes. Okay. I think is I'm going to have to do or or is it, Are they continuing hmm? to do Is it canned or are they continuing to do uh, it? Right now, I've not heard of any new ones. 
Okay. Well then. Bleh. <laughs> Alright, anything else exciting? Uh. Haunted Mansion reruns? Sim- <laughs> no. Now, semi, uh, film related, although it's, it, it, you know, Studio Ghibli has a, uh, agreement with Disney, so I consider that to be sort of, uh, Disney-ish. Yeah. Uh, if you've, if you've ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. really, really good film. Well, a non-Disney company is producing a live action version. Yeah, huh. and several years ago, Disney was going had green greenlit a live action version for some reason. Because the the book the book is an, it's an actually an English book, but it's just very popular in Japan. I haven't read it. I ought to read it sometime. And mm. yeah. Disney dropped doing the live action version, but because animation to live action doesn't work very well. Uh but they're starting to film a live action version and the first uh first pictures from the filming are now online. I just put a link out there in the group chat. It's over at comingsoon.net. Uh a lot of people are complaining because Kiki is not dressed the way that she is dressed as the animated version. So they're going, No, wrong, wrong. <laughs> So, but still, I, I'll I'll watch it. There'll be a link to that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So I love all Miyazaki. Oh yeah, we we are definitely a big Miyazaki family. Um, I, I just I don't know. I'm weird about like anime to live action stuff. I actually just recently watched a uh, live action version of. Rurouni Kenshin slash Samurai X, and it was horrible. And mm. also, I have to bring up the Dragon Ball Evolution debacle of 2009. <laughs> I'm not familiar enough. Oh, dude, you don't don't so, get familiar so, with it. Okay, dude, dude, no, no, that's so bad. <laughs> All right, so now on to the part that Rachel and CJ get to rant about for about ten minutes. <laughs> On to the Disney Disney tip of the week. This week, we're going to talk about events and how to behave, when to arrive, and all the like with that. Now, as I said, we went to Star Wars Weekends. Big thing to Hollywood Studios, definitely the most packed time of the year. There's no time that studios ever gets that busy. And there's to a the point, to oh. the point that when you're pulling in and parking, if you're there after in the afternoon, they actually go back up into like where cast members are supposed to park, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. make parking spaces out of those little end caps that you always see them blocking off. Magically, they're okay to park in. <laughs> yes, and it's. And they lovingly call that the the Star Wars weekend parking lot. And so at the end of that, there's a big dance party kind of play kind of thing called the Hyperspace Hoopla. And prior to this year, it was often a substage for some strange reason, so I can only imagine the chaos that was there. But this year, it's at the main stage in front of the Sorcerer Hats. 
And so it's a big area right in the middle of, you know, right in the middle of the park. And but it fills up quickly. So okay. Yes, get there early. And by early, we usually mean, you know, about an hour to an hour and a half. Because if you want to be able to get a good spot like Rachel and I were, you need to be there that early. Now, we had friends that were there almost two hours ahead of time, and they were directly center stage, so they were right up front, right there. We were actually off to the side of the wheelchair stuff because we were there about an hour and 45 minutes, so that gives you an idea of how quickly main stage front filled up. So, let's see, continue with that. Yes, so, okay, when to arrive at a big ticket event? Like I said, about an hour to an hour and a half early. If you want a really good spot to be able to pick your own spot, two hours early. That goes for parades, fireworks, anything. Anything that you want to watch that is going to be in one static area, make sure you get there at least an hour ahead of time. Now, if you do not get there an hour ahead of time, Expect to get back in the nosebleed section. Do not, under any circumstances, attempt to push your way forward through the crowd just because you want to see the show. Or step over the stroller that's been there for two hours! (laughs) We had a special child. Yes, Rachel will take this one, because I'm afraid I will curse. (laughs) I'm going to hopefully curb my angry words. We'll call them angry words tonight. Um, CJ actually and I sat down hour and hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes. We had a couple people come behind us, and you know how it goes when you get up in line. And we have the double stroller. He's like, "I really need to run to the restroom." And I said, "That's fine. We've got the room. Go for it." Well, these two youths. We will call them youths. Decided to come up while CJ was running to the restroom, and I was sitting next to the stroller, keeping my kids, you know, occupied because that's what you do. You know, they they've been sitting there for over an hour. They're getting antsy. They want to do something or see something, and this is just not acceptable to children. And there's other kids in front of them too, which didn't help. And they were they were all playing, which is fine. So the, these two, they, they were probably somewhere between 15 and 19 probably on the closer side to 15 to 17 really come and sit down right where CJ was standing and I said excuse me my husband was there completely ignores me gives me the look like yeah what do I care okay that, that that's fine wait until he comes back I'll just move the stroller and you know he can stand right next to me it's fine he gets back and this girl tries pushing past me she goes well I want to get up there I said, were you up there? Knowing full well she was not. And she went, well, no, but I want to stand up there. And I'm like, (laughs) no. Well, I've been here for a whole 21 minutes. And I went, I've been here for a whole 45 minutes and an hour. So you think that you can just waltz up 21 minutes before the show starts, cop a squat in front of, a family that's been here for two hours with small children but we want to see the stage I said so get in line 
She proceeds to try to push past me. I very politely put the stroller where she's trying to get to. And there was a couple actually standing behind us. And I'm standing with my arm around CJ's shoulder. And she comes up to... She was maybe five foot four. I'm six foot one. So there was no way she was seeing over my head once I stood up. So there's a couple that was actually standing behind us, the couple that got there actually right after CJ and I had occupied our space. And the girlfriend was five foot flat, maybe. <laughs> the boyfriend is taller than me. And he, I, I looked at her and I said, if you want to sneak up here next to the stroller so you can actually see. And she looks at me and she goes, thank you for doing that. She'd been standing there well over an hour and they literally just plopped right in front of her which is not fair. If you want to see something like CJ said, you need to be there early. If you are expecting to sit in the front row when you're getting there five minutes before something starts, it's not happening. And don't get nasty with the people who have been there for two hours or push past them or make snide little comments or give dirty looks because honestly... The people that have been there and waiting and see that you've been there and waiting will make room for you if you're, you know, a petite person and obviously somebody that's sitting right in front of you is a whole lot taller than you. But don't expect it. Most people will if you're there trying to make the effort to see it with everybody. But don't just assume that because you got there five minutes before it starts that you can be like, I want to be up there. It won't happen. Now, there are a lot of people that, you know, just because they don't want to cause a scene, will let you through there. But we're not one of those people. But kind, just common decency dictates, you know, if you want to be there, make sure there's times guides all over the place. You cannot go into any building and not have a times guide there. And there's cast members. You know, you know something is going on. They start cordoning off places. You know, you can't go past here. You can't do this. You can't do that. Okay, maybe now it's time for me to go pop a squat where I want to go. You know, you don't go to the... Uh, you don't go to the Make-A-Wish Parade and stand inside the ice cream parlor until it starts and then immediately start shoving people out of the way. And if you do... Don't be dumb. You don't belong there. To get into Disney spirit, and you know, if if you choose not to be there on time, suffer it. Which is I mean, the the when um, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood Studios did the fireworks on the May the Fourth celebration. CJ and I were sitting in dinner when we should have been getting in line, but. My kids needed to eat. We needed to eat. Well, more so, I needed to eat because I had <laughs> really. I get very shaky when I don't eat for a great long period of time, and I had done the herp derp thing and been like, "Oh no, I'll be fine." No. So we got over there at 7:30, and the group that we were supposed to be viewing them with was already way, way ahead of us, and you know, we got lucky. I popped the stroller off the curb and found a nice little spot looking at it through the trees. So yeah, I had the trees obstructing a lot of my view, but I could still see the majority of it. Did it stink that I wasn't with the group that we were there with? Yes. 
was I about to push through, you know, 500 people to go get with them just because I was running late? No. But that is some kind of, it, it's a common courtesy. You know, you can try to squish through some people, but it comes to a point when you're packed in like sardines, especially in that area of Hollywood Studios or in any of the small areas of the parks. Just have common courtesy. If you're, you know, one person trying to get through it, okay. If you're dragging nine people with you or have a stroller or have a uh, ride-on wheelchair thingy, why can't I think of the name of it? ECV. Thank you, ECV. Just cop a squat somewhere that's out of the way, still see at least most of it, and accept the fact that you ran late. You know, and if you are really, like, if you are a very tiny person and you happen to get there late ask a cast member there may be special seating available for those who may not be elevationally inclined mm -hmm. or if you're handicapped Petite people I like mine better <laughs> um, <clears throat> vertically challenged is a good word that's it yeah <laughs> that's what I was kind of thinking of but I like elevationally inclined better now <laughs> Um, it, it's, you know, it, the cast members are a utility. Ask them, you know, they'll probably, there's a chance they'll say no. But, you know, there's also a chance that they will look at the handicapped place and be like, yeah, you know what, you you are five foot two. Let's go ahead and take you there and sit you down. And this is where you can be at. Don't leave or we're not going to escort you back in here. Even then, you're still going to want to have to be there at least a half hour early. At least a half hour early. Do not come in during the show and expect to get front row seats. 21 minutes. I've been here 21 minutes. I don't care. I've been here for two and a half hours. Yeah. Not my problem. <laughs> we enjoyed the awesome dance party that came before this, so deal with it. <laughs> and I mean it. Um, they had they had pretty, uh, DJ Elliot doing... D DJ Elliot up until he tried to troll us at 7 p.m. and say, Oh, we're going to do the finals for American... No. Yeah, he Get goes, back right. to your music, let's go. You're not here from... I don't want to see Idol, I want to see this. Yeah, he goes at 7 o'clock, he goes, Alright, it's 7 o'clock, we're going to go ahead and throw it over to the two-hour American Idol final. Bye. Um, no. He got yelled at and booed, and it was like, No! Yeah, it was a good show. Um, you know, and again, this goes for any events, you know, any parade, any fireworks. Just... Just be just be a decent person. It's as simple as that. It's kind of what Disney wants. That's what Disney parks are made for. They don't really like having jerks there, don't, so don't be a jerk. Or if you're going to be a jerk, be a jerk to the right people, like the people that are trying to push past people or that are berating, yelling at cast members or just being downright cruel and indecent human beings. Like I did. <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> Dale says the lucky person. <laughs> oh, D Dale, this one's for you. If you would have seen, I, I, I put on my my Dale panties that day just for you. All right. Speaking of Dale panties, let's go ahead and head on out of the show. Um, anything you want to say on the uh, events or anything, Kirby? No. 
know, <laughs> haven't haven't really been to any any of those sorts of events. So, all right, I have well, I have no input except <laughs> be nice. There you go. <laughs> be nice. I think that's pretty universal. Just be nice. So, if you want to contact the show, go ahead and send us an email to feedback at geek-io.com with the word Disney in the subject line somewhere. I want to thank, again, Squarespace, who, without them, this show would not at all be possible. Uh, go to squarespace.com or geek-io.com slash squarespace, sorry, to check out, get a 14-day free trial. Don't even need a credit card to witness the awesome that comes with it. Uh, literally, we would not be able to perform Geek.io without Squarespace. Also, want to thank the amazing, great, and talented Daryl Shaler, who has done the Mike T. Geek uh, iconography throughout the website. He's done the Disney Geek logo. He's done, you know, the he's done a lot of stuff, and it's really amazing. If you want to get in touch with him in any way, shape, or form, send us an email. Let us know that you want to get in touch with him. We'll meet up. We'll get you guys in touch with him, and you'll be able to, um, you'll be able to work something out. And yeah, because he's great. He's awesome. Work with him. He'll do pretty much anything you want to within reason. He's a decent person. Don't ask him to do anything obscene. So, and finally, <laughs> we record Disney Geek IO every other Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern over at geek-io.com/live, or you can find the archive at Disney. .geek-io.com Next week at this time will be Comic Geek.io. I don't know what we're talking about, but yes. So, anything else from my esteemed cohorts before we head on out of here? Nothing from me. Mm, nothing from me on air. I'll just have to ask you what we're going to be doing for certain dates upcoming in July and August. Indeed. Okay, so, then we'll close out the show with a keep calm, geek out, and see y'all again real soon. See y'all real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. You have been listening to a part of the Geek.io Podcast Network. Loud noises! Copyright 2013. Visit us at geek-io.com for all of our great shows. Bye, YouTube right. peoples. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Can you, uh, when did you put the these notes up? I, Tuesday? I think Tuesday. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Okay, so that, that was enough time. I, I didn't really look at them until a couple of days ago. <laughs> but it was busy last week. Oh, I Kirby, if it makes you feel any better. Rachel never looks at the notes. <laughs> I think I've opened the notes before the show. Never. Yeah, I, by the way, I changed that. That's not a Miyazaki live action. So I put not. Oh. So. It's, it's Miyazaki did Kiki's Delivery Service, but that's not a Miyazaki film. So. Okay. All right. I fortunately I don't have to get up at four thirty tomorrow Yay! because uh, we did the podcast, the Doctor Who podcast this afternoon. Uh, awesome. They they like the microphone too. So. You sound really good, dude. Seriously. Yeah, I needed to get something.
<laughs> so we're gonna, we're going to try try uh, live live from a Doctor Who convention next weekend. With oh, awesome! See nice. see what happens down in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, Conquistorbris. So nice. I'm going to try and get them to to use uh, Google Plus instead of Skype. I like Google Plus better for this. When Google Plus is working, probably great. When it's acting seven levels of special, it's not so awesome. <laughs> anyway, I've got to go pack my lunch for tomorrow and stuff, so I'll see you in two weeks. All right, good. Thanks. Day. Bye. Bye.